WHCR 90.3 FM, New York. I ain't talking about red, I'm talking about wealth. You are now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show. Your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right. Happy Sunday, my hustlers and grinders, my be all you can beers, my no matter what happens in life, nothing can stop me ears, my well that's it. Today's daily word is dedicated to persistence. Okay, life is a challenge. Life will knock you on your feet over and over and over again. As soon as you think the challenge is over, life will knock you down once more. Sometimes it will even try to hold you down. Despite that, it's always too early to quit. Despite that, it is always too early to quit. Life will intentionally try to break you down. The only ones who survive are the people who are persistent. Those who don't care what life is trying to do because they have a mission to accomplish. Those who never give any reason or excuses because they know losing is never an option. Be persistent. Your tenacity is the only thing that is going to get you through adversity after adversity. The world is yours. You just have to be fearless and go and get it. And as the saying goes, persistence overcomes resistance. I'll leave you with a couple of quotes in the first ones by Edward Eggleston. And it says, persistent people begin their success where others end in failure. Next quote by Malcolm Gladwell, and it says, Persistence is the twin sister of excellence. One is a matter of quality. The other is a matter of time. And last but not least, by William Arthur Ward, and it says, Four steps to achievement. Plan purposefully. Prepare prayfully. Proceed positively. And pursue persistently. And speaking about pursuing persistently, we have Tashima jones in the house. Mr. Shima Jones, how are you? It's New York in the house right now. That's what it, that reminded me of. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Right. I am here. Yes, I am. All is well. And today I wanted to talk about rebranding. I think at a certain point in your career and in building your brand, you have to take a step back and reflect on how far you've come and to also really digest where you would like to go it's super important for you to always be aware of your end goal and switching up things along the way oftentimes some people have to rebrand when a mistake happens or falling out happens and I think that's just all about a part of growth even in our personal lives we go through things and we have to learn okay this is where I am this is the mistake which I don't believe in mistakes but that's a whole nother story um, this is where I am and this is where I want to go what is it that I have to change to make things better for me to still stay on target and for me to still reach that goal that I set in the beginning so never shy away from rebranding never shy away from switching things up because at the end of the day you learn along the way and what you knew 
when you started, may hopefully it, that consciousness and that awareness is heightened where you learn new things and it's like, oh, okay, so this is something else I can do or this is something that I don't necessarily need. So again, don't be afraid to rebrand. Don't be afraid to sit down, reflect on on the things that have occurred and where you are now um, because it always will get you to that point of where you want to be. Absolutely. Just like my, my famous saying that I love to say, it's always too early to quit. And that saying doesn't mean that you stay stubborn to your way. What it means is that if something doesn't work, don't quit your goal altogether. Try to figure out a new way to do it. And like you said, rebrand. I, I can't begin to tell you the amount of times I've rebranded where I started out. So actually, it's like my, and we're going on a sidebar, but mm-hmm. um, it's my 10th year, right? 2016, December 2006 is when I first started this this mission or this vision, uh, being Ash Cash, uh, being a financial motivator. And from 2006 to now, I've changed so many different times. I've rebranded so many times until I figured out, all right, this is my voice. This is the voice that is me. And ultimately, in 2006, I was me, but listening to the noise, listening to people, I started to change and try to adapt. And 10 years later, I kind of reverted back to who I was when I first started. So that is absolutely important. And I and I love that message of rebranding because it's important in order to be successful, you have to take an assessment of what's working, what's not working, what can you do differently, what should you do the same, but really focus on that brand and rebrand if you have to. And it's okay to rebrand. It doesn't say anything about your initial thoughts because life is about growth and you will continue to grow year after year. If you're not growing, you're dead. Bars. Bars. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. (laughs) Bars. All right. I'm excited about this show that we have because anytime we are able to get like minds on the show, it's something that that I'm intrigued about because when you start a mission and you say, this is what I believe, this is the message I'm putting out, then you find other people who have a similar message. They may sort of go about it the same way, but ultimately it's a similar message. So I'm excited about this guest. This is Ash Cash, Miss Tashima Jones. You can't stop me. And that's the message for today is really about being resilient and understanding the power of your mind the power to be able to will what you want out of life. So I am excited because we have, can you say it for me, Dr. Roshana Novellis. No, Roshana. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of easy. All right, so I'm, 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 you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it too, too hard. All right, so we got Dr. <laughs> Roshana Novellis on the line. She is known as the wealthy yogi. She is a mindful wealth multiplier, business strategist, and author of Budgeting is More liberation than limitation having studied yogic principles in thailand and having a doctorate degree in systems engineering her expertise provides alignment for individuals with unbalanced lifestyles she has developed a five-step blueprint for mindful money management that leads entrepreneurs to sustaining profit and increase their stress-free habits Through her books, programs, and retreats, she has helped thousands, thousands of entrepreneurs achieve an intentional personal success. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Dr. Novellas. How are you? I am 
sounds fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. No, it, it is it is my pleasure. And, you know, what I was saying earlier about having people who have the similar mindset, because for me, when I entered this personal finance journey to teach people about personal finance, the first thing I realized was that everybody could teach about budgeting and everybody could teach about the practical things. But first and foremost, it's about a mindset. So I love the fact that you are a mindful wealth multiple. Like, talk, talk to me about that. Like, how did you get your start? And talk to me about being a mindful wealth multiplier. Well, I totally agree with you that it's all about mindset. So a couple years ago, I started meditation, and I realized that being aware and in the present moment allowed me to be calm and more efficient when I went to work and, and got to my daily task. And a couple years ago, I decided that I really wanted to go deeper into my mindfulness practice. So at that point, I, I went to Thailand for six weeks and studied yoga at an ashram, and while they are realized that mindfulness belongs everywhere, it's a part of everything we do. So if we're entrepreneurs, we need to be mindful. If we're trying to be strategic with our money, we need to be mindful at all times. And after that, I decided I needed to spread the word about the importance of being a mindful financial person. Nice, nice. And I, and I love it because, um, again, Everything starts with the mind. It all starts with the mindset and, and, you know, energy goes where attention flows, right? So when you pay attention, whatever you're paying attention to, whatever you're mindful of, that is what you're going to attract to you, correct? Correct. And then so, so you know, you, you, you wrote a book, um, you know, Budgeting is More Liberation Than Limitation. Talk to us about that. So in the book, it goes through first knowing who you are and what your goals are, right? So if you know who you are and what you want out of life, you can allocate your money in alignment with those goals. A lot of us just go through life and spend money because we're busy or trying to keep up with other people's social media lives or, you know, we're comparing ourselves to other people and we might not spend money in alignment with who we are. Mm. But if we are able to spend money in alignment with who we are and the things that we want, we'll find that we'll have freedom and we'll be happier, we'll be more at peace. So that's the premise of the book, to just change the connotation about budgeting and show people that if they are intentional, they can feel a lot more free in their day-to-day lives. What you said about spending money for who you are, could you elaborate on that? Because for some reason that struck a chord with me. I've never heard it, you know, I've never heard that statement. But tell us a little bit more about that, spending money based on who you are. Right. So if you like to take guitar lessons or travel the world or you're a connoisseur of the arts, your money should reflect your preferences and your goals. I don't like the blanket statement saying that you shouldn't have an entertainment budget, you shouldn't drink coffee, you shouldn't travel, right? If those are the things that make your heart sing, those can be in your budget and the other low, lower priority items for you should be eliminated. Awesome. And the wealth multiplier part. I need to hear more about how you multiply wealth, and not only in your life, but in the lives of other people. Right. So I've developed a five-part system, and it can be found at thewealthyyogi.com slash mindmap. Um, but the first step is being mindful. 
The second step is being honest. Step three is being strategic. Step four is being invested. And step five is staying motivated. So if you are able to integrate these five steps in alignment with your financial goals, you're able to speed up the path of success. Wow. Wow. And that's powerful. And, you know, you know, I want to I want to go back to step one where it's be mindful in this day and age, right, where you have social media, you have all of these different distractions. What are some tips that you would give to people in order for them to stay mindful and that they stay focused on where they need to be focused? So one great thing to do is set timers when you want to focus on being strategic or working. Give yourself 25 minutes or an hour timer where you cannot look at multiple tabs in your browser or check your phone or do anything else but whatever is important at that moment. And sometimes to get to even be able to do that, we need to breathe. Just practice breathing for 30 seconds or a minute. Just focus on your deep breath, and then you're able to focus on whatever task is at hand. But And I also recommend taking a social media break <laughs> every week, even if it's for, you know, a, a couple hours. You'll be surprised how calm you feel after, you know, taking a break from all the chaos. No, absolutely. Because me personally, like, you know, I'm I'm very active on social media, but there's been times where I just been too busy to stop and, and, you know, be on social media. And I realized the difference of how I get so much more done when I'm not on social media. And the times when I'm on social media, I realize that my my my. Uh, what is it? My, my attitudes fluctuate. My emotions fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Like so on what, that scroll, right? right? Like like <laughs> like I look I look at one post and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling happy. Then I'm like, oh, I'm upset. Then I'm like, oh, I'm sad. And I'm like, it's crazy how the, I'm the, you know I'm watching other people's timeline and sort of inheriting mm-hmm. the energy that that they're projecting out. And, and and it's and it's like an influx. Can you talk about energy a little bit? Like how how important is it to be mindful about the energy? that you let into your life, even as it relates to money, as it relates to anything in general, but how important is it to be mindful of that energy that you let in? It is extremely mindful. We have to be aware of all the toxins and even the positive things that we ingest into our energetic field. So that could be from the news or from the people that surround us or just from the activities that we do. What we need to do in order to uh, figure out if something is good for us or bad for us is pay attention to how we feel once we have that experience. Like you just mentioned, sometimes some things make you happy or some things make you upset. So let's say we're eating food and the food makes us lethargic and and it doesn't feel good that means you really shouldn't eat that food a lot of us ignore that and say oh it's worth it to have that bad feeling after but no (laughs) so Mm -hmm. in terms of all kind of energy and all kinds of things that we interface with our bodies we just need to pay attention and eliminate the things that don't energize us and make us feel lighter and more positive good stuff uh how do we do you believe money or wealth itself carries a certain energy or the law of attraction, if you will? We are speaking about, you know, mindfulness, consciousness, and meditation. What's your take on being able to attract those things that you really desire in life? 
I am a supporter of the law of attraction. Um, and with the law of attraction, you have to make sure that you don't doubt yourself or doubt that you're worthy because that's what messes it up a lot of times is we think we can do it but there's all these reasons why we you know someone else is better than us or you know so it's easy for us as westerners to think that we're not worthy of having the wealth that we deserve so we have to let that go absolutely and you know to that point i've always been a proponent of the law of attraction, but knowing that that's just half the story, right? Because yes, there you can attract, I, like you can attract all these opportunities, but you know, like, like you're, like you're mentioning, uh, it's about allowing it, right? So there's the law of attraction, mm-hmm. but then there's also the law of allowing, right? Allowing these things to happen, thinking that you, you know, knowing that you deserve it and being able to allow yourself to receive it because, you know, again, being a hundred percent transparent, when I first um, understood the law of attraction, I was able to attract great opportunities. I'm talking about like stuff that would change my life. I was attracting a lot of great opportunities, but then these opportunities wouldn't go anywhere. And I was upset. Like, why am I, you know, in, you know, I have access to the people who write the checks. I have access to these million dollar opportunities. I have all these act, you know, all this access, but nothing is coming to fruition. And what I had to realize was that I was, I was self-sabotaging it. I wasn't allowing it to come into my life because again, I, I probably thought I wasn't worthy of it or I, you know, I, I thought it was too good to be true. All these, these negative things that was kind of making it come, you know, come to, 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 or not allowing it to come to fruition. So definitely with that, uh, Dr. Novellis, I want to ask you about, um, you know, the physical, right? So I know that you, you actually practice, uh, yoga. And so, what correlation of being physical and active, um, like, like, is there a correlation b- between being physical and active with mindfulness and, and, you know, your mindset? Right. So the yoga asana practice, which is a physical practice, was designed to help people concentrate and be mindful because it's easier to be in the present moment when you're moving so that can be practicing yoga or running or doing any kind of fitness actually so it's it tends to uh, be easier for people to focus on their breath and be in the present moment when they're doing physical activity so I definitely recommend that everyone of course take care of themselves and be fit and healthy, but it also, you get a twofer (laughs) in terms of also being mindful while you're being, uh, getting in shape. (laughs) No, absolutely. Absolutely. And what, what other tips would you give anyone out there, um, who is at a space where they, you know, they know what they want. They, they, they know, you know, where they want to be from a business perspective, uh, from a finance perspective. They, you know, they, they have a clear vision, but for whatever reasons, they're not able um, to to close the deals or they're not able to attract or, you know, uh, attain what their vision is. What what advice would you give to them? Well, I think you talked about this earlier in terms of surrounding yourself with like minded people. So every person should be part of a mastermind group or an accountability group so that they have this community of like minded people. So people in these groups tend to be much more successful and accomplish their goals much quicker. So that's one. Number two is check in with your goals. 
So I recommend that people have a 90-day plan and a five-year plan. So make sure that you only focus on a limited set of goals within 90 days, such as five, and stick to your plan. Stick to your strategy. Don't give up. A lot of people give up when they're 80% there. Mm -hmm. So using these two strategies should help people uh, accomplish their goals. Absolutely. And to add to that, how or what advice would you give to someone? Because oftentimes when we are in the process of achieving that goal, we have this whole all these other things happening, family, relationships, et cetera, the, the society in itself, how does one find, and I, I, I hesitate to use the word balance, but how does one find balance when they're trying to achieve, when they are in the process of achieving a career or even a financial goal while still having to be responsible for so many other areas in their lives? So the first step is accepting that life happens. So if we're trying to live in this world where we have careers and relationships and we interact with others, that means there are constantly going to be distractions and and things happen, right? But if we're mindful, we understand that that's just how life is and it won't be perfect all the time. So if we understand that, we're able to revert back to our goals more easily after we deal with whatever is going on. So um, I think a lot of us have these blockages and freak out when things don't go perfectly as planned, but they never will. So just focus on accepting that and, you know, going back to your plan as, as when you can. I love how simple you put things. <laughs> it's very refreshing. It's just just accept it, my friend. Just accept it and move forward. But it makes yeah. so much sense because oftentimes we get into a fight with things that that happen. Like nine times out of ten, we're fighting with something that has not happened yet, or it's already happened. And either way, you can't really control it. Like that. That's a a, a fight that you're automatically losing. So for you to say that, it's definitely. A very calming and um and I think it, it's a much easier thing to do than to try to come up with the, all of these ideas because speaking of mindfulness and speaking of meditation um being that watcher versus thinking that you are your thoughts the thoughts that come to us we don't have to f- entertain every thought you know and we don't have to right. necessarily react to every event that occurs in our lives and I think that's how we do tend to get off course or to be discouraged is because these little things that are happening along the way, we're, we're starting to give our energy to those things versus staying focused on the goal. So acceptance is just, it's such a simple concept, but I believe that that is the key, you know, to, to staying on, on task. They, they say, don't believe everything that you think. So mm. you hit it right on the head. Wow. That's good. So, right. They are correct, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. No, absolutely, absolutely. All right, we're gonna take a quick music break, and then we will come back. Cause I, cause I, I, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna prep you for this question, right? We're gonna go a quick music break, but I'm gonna prep you, uh, real quick, Doctor Novellas, because you had mentioned something about uh, being positive, you know, being pot, being um, careful about what you allow into your life, both negative and positive. So I want you to elaborate a little bit on that because I think that I know what you mean, but I may be wrong because I have a uh you know i have a thought on that as well i have a perspective on that uh, but i would love to get your perspective on that but we're going to take a quick music break this is ash cash mr seymour jones the ash cash show now tuned into the financial motivator himself ash cash mr mind right money right money right
People say, Tim, yo, you're my hero. How you do it? How you stay strong? Let them all know there's so much that I've been through. I have my days when it's true, y'all. I just can't smile. I just want to cry. It ain't easy. Sometimes it's work just to be alive. But when I think of the goodness that's come to me, it's easier to let go. Sometimes you gotta tell yourself that I'm not having it. Just take a good look in the mirror, say to yourself, I've come to fight quit. So say I'm good, good enough to love myself, good enough to have success. What you gain from all your stress is the freedom to know that you are blessed. I'm good, good enough to handle my business, good enough to raise my kids. Best is the best. enough to love myself i love it we are back to ash cash show every sunday 1 p.m whcr 90.3 fm new york the voice of harlem with ash cash you're supposed to say M. To oh, and Mr. Shima. See, look, look. She, hey, 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 Doctor Novella. She got her motive. You got, you got her meditating while, while we on air. I am. Her eyes is closed. She meditating. She got her fingers up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Doctor Novella, thank you so much. So, um, before the break, 
I kind of prepped you with a with, with a question, and I and I wanted to well, I wanted you to elaborate on saying you know you you said you know and and I'm probably you know I'm not saying it verbatim, but you said something to the effect where you have to be careful about the energy that you allow into your life, both negative and positive. Uh, can you elaborate on that for me? Yeah. So. We have energy around us at all times, and we know how it makes us feel. So some energies make us feel bad or stressed out or anxious, and we need to pay attention to that. And it's not that all of to be um, those are all bad necessarily at all times. Sometimes you want to get this extra motivated or extra adrenaline to do something, right? Like if you're going to a debate or about to work out or something, sometimes you want someone to amp you up beforehand. So you have to know like where you are in the course of your day and whether you need certain kinds of energies. For example, for me, I used to love like zombie movies and thrillers until recently when I started get, having nightmares every time I watched one, when I think they're funny in real life. But but they would give me nightmares anyway. And I'm like, that means I just can't watch them anymore, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. So you have to just pay attention to how um, everything in your life affects you and, and modify accordingly. No, absolutely. And, and you know, that that's along the line of, of what my perspective is because um, a lot of times where I when I tell people, you know, to stay positive and to focus on the things that you want, people kind of make it, you know, seem as if, if, if I'm saying that, only good energy, meaning that, you know, only focus on, on, on being positive, not negative. And, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you know, both energies, right? If you're, if you're focusing on being positive or if, or if you're focusing on, on, on staying away from negativity, you know, you have to be a, in a space where you just feel good, right? right? Where, where you don't, where you don't, where you're not in a space where you're looking extra for positivity, like there's times where I might be, you know, in, in, in a funk and I'm like, man, you know, I don't feel good or happy or whatever. And I might throw on something positive and it might make me feel worse. Right. Like it, right. like I might throw on, you know, uh, something that I would normally listen to that normally makes me feel motivated, but it doesn't make me feel good at that moment. So I realize, well, this is not for me right now and I'll cut it off. Sometimes I'll even go the opposite route where, you know, like I'll listen to some trap music. Right. Like I'm so serious. Like I'll you know, I'll feel feel like I'm in a funk and I'll be like, all right, you know, I'm going to be throwing something positive. I'll throw something positive and it doesn't do anything for me. So what I'll do is I'll throw on like like trap music or something something that doesn't make me feel anything, right? It doesn't make me feel positive. doesn't make me feel negative. It just keeps me, it's just something. It just is, and that makes me feel better because it takes my mind off of whatever I was thinking about because if I'm thinking, if 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 I'm telling myself I want to be positive, I'm actually focusing on me being negative, if that makes sense, right? Like I'm focusing, I'm saying, man, I'm negative, I feel bad, so I want to feel good, so I'm going to listen to this thing to make me feel good. In essence, I'm saying I don't want to feel bad, so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm still attracting bad to me, opposed to saying, you know what, I don't care what I feel. I just want to, I just want to be me, and I listen to trap music. <laughs> right. So, I totally agree with you. And the objective in life is not to be happy at all times, is to be peaceful at yes. all times. Yes. It's impossible to always be perky and happy <laughs> through every situation. Yes. But if you understand that, oh, I can navigate through this, it won't, this too shall pass, all of that, you know, 
then you'll be much better off. And I often say uh, happiness depends on what happens, so it doesn't last very long. Um, and, and what you said about being peaceful, I, it, it's it's what we want. And I think we want that peace in every area of our lives, in our finances, in our relationships, in our comings and our goings, is that we are searching for peace. And oftentimes people think that peace comes with financial wealth. And I think that's the reason why a lot of people don't really come into that inheritance, if you will, because they are seeking an answer in that wealth where it's not necessarily what they need in that moment. Uh, And I also wanted to ask a question about entrepreneurs. Specifically, what are the issues that you see most entrepreneurs experiencing and and how do you help them overcome those issues? Well, I want to go back to something you just said um, about I'll be happy when. That is the wrong mentality to have. A lot of us say, I'll be happy when I make this much money or get this promotion or have whatever things. You should be, you should figure out how to be peaceful and happy now. Yes. <laughs> Don't okay. wait. So um, going back to your question about how the problems that entrepreneurs have, number one, they don't seek um, to be in a community of like-minded people. They want to do it alone. So that's partially ego. That's partially not knowing any better. But be around like-minded people as quickly as possible and get advice from people that specialize in the legal, financial, and sales and marketing fields because every business needs those four um, components. So those are two mistakes. No, absolutely. And, and you know, just, just to echo what you just said, you know, I've recently had – opportunities to be around a lot of uh, high-level entrepreneurs or not even entrepreneurs but like high-level businesses um, and even those who are super duper successful people who um, you know who have made millions of millions of dollars they have business consultants they have advisors they have people you know and so it baffles me that someone who you know and, and and you don't know what you don't know but a lot of times people like you like you mentioned dr novellas that you know some people get into their uh journey and they start their journey and during their journey they they want to do it by themselves and it's ego telling them that because they don't realize that the higher you get you know the regardless of where you are actually you're gonna need like-minded people you're gonna need assistance you can't do it by yourself you have to have that support system so i appreciate that um so doctor talk to me what is dr novella or what's next what what, what are some things that you're, you're currently working on well i'm currently gearing up for my next retreat i host a three-day retreat that includes yoga meditation mastermind and financial strategy so they get the complete system over a three-day weekend so that's coming up in the fall and I'm also working on my next um, mastermind class so we can talk about these business ideas um, biweekly. So really excited about the next group of entrepreneurs I'll be able to help. Those are the two main things right now. <laughs> and then so like what? Like what, what keeps you going? Because you, you know, I like, I love your energy. Yes. Like you're so peaceful and yes. like you make me calm. I'm like, cause I'm, I'm normally yelling and shouting and stuff. And I'm yes. like, as I'm talking, I'm like being mindful of how I talk. Like, I'm like, man, she calming me down. Right. Um, but like, what makes you go? What motivates you? Well, there was a period of my life when I was so stressed out and so unhappy and, 
And I was like, if I can help other people not feel the way that I felt, then that makes life, you know, worthwhile. Being, um, not being aware of money is like the number one reason that people stress out. It's the number one reason that people get divorced. It's just money and the lack of financial literacy is a huge problem in this country. So that and pairing with mindfulness is just the way I think that we can solve so many problems in the world. So that's what keeps me motivated. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you. Where if so- can every, oh, okay. Yeah. Where can everyone find you, uh, just to stay in contact and stay connected? Yeah, so everyone can find me at thewealthyyogi.com. The free system I mentioned earlier is at uh, thewealthyyogi.com backslash mind map. And I'm at The Wealthy Yogi on all social media platforms. Great. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause. Yes. For Dr. Novellis, <laughs> The Wealthy Yogi. <laughs> Doctor, thank you so much for, you know, for, for blessing us. For your with, with, energy, yeah, yes, your energy, your energy, your words of wisdom. We truly, truly, truly appreciate you. And I'll well, be in touch with you. I, I feel like we're going to cross paths again. So remember this day. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a great time. All right. Take care. All right. All right, y'all. So, man, I, like I need some some meditation music. <laughs> I like, I, like I can't even go... <laughs> I don't even you know what the next song is. Right, I can't, right like, I, like I think, I think the next the next song is trap music, but I can't even. All right, y'all, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. We're gonna take a quick music break. This is Ash Cash. Welcome to Ask Ash Cash. You have questions, he has an answer. Ask Ash Cash. How can I get out of debt? Is this a good time a good to buy a house? house? What's a good credit score? It's a four one k. Yo. Who's Dow Jones? Okay, we are back. The Ash Cash Show with Ash Cash and Sashima Jones, WHCR 90.3 FM, New York. And this segment is Ask Ash Cash. So first up, we have any tips on negotiating a lower interest? Um, All right, so with negotiating lower interest, many people don't realize that if you are a good customer, if you're normally not late on your bills, that companies are going to want to keep you. So all you have to do is ask. That's it. That's the tip. The tip is just to ask for it because they have every bank, every credit card company, every loan company has a customer retention department. And in these departments, their goal is to make sure that they retain customers. So if you are somebody who is paying on time, just simply call your credit card company and say, hey, credit card company, I had this card for X amount of time. I've never been late. I noticed that I'm getting this rate. I would love to get a lower rate. What can you do for me? Um, and you'll be surprised what they, they'll be actually able to help you. Great. Okay, next question. Is it true you can negotiate a payoff amount with your credit card company if you can't afford to pay down your whole balance? Absolutely. So with... Not necessarily the credit card company, let me just be clear, because the credit card company wants the full amount. So what your credit card company is going to do if you owe it to them is probably going to close your card and come up with a payment plan where they'll say, and if you pay us X amount for five years, by the end, you'll, you'll pay it off. But if that card 
it has now been closed, written off by the original company and sold to a collection company, then you're able to negotiate a lower amount. When it gets to the collection agency, the collection agency actually buys the debt on pennies on a dollar, which means that if you have a thousand dollar debt, they probably only paid like two, three hundred dollars for it. So even if you said, hey, I'll give you five hundred, they'll most likely take it because they'll still make money off of that debt. So it is possible that if you don't have the full amount that you can negotiate a lower payment, but just understand is it the credit card company, the original company, or is it the collection company? Because that's going to make a difference on whether you're able to negotiate your debt down or not. Good stuff. All right. And last but not least, does how much credit you have matter as much to potential credit lenders as how well you make payments? Um, so that's a great question. And the answer is that your credit is broken down into five categories. So payment history and usage ratio do matter. Both of them matter. Um, so it's not either or because 35% of your score is based on your payment history. Do you pay pay your bills back on time? And then 30% is, is based on your usage. So if you're paying your bills back on time, but you have a usage ratio that's over 30%, um, then that's going to negatively impact your score. If you're paying your bills back on time and you have a low usage ratio, meaning you're using less than 30% of whatever credit is available to you, then you are positively impacting your score. Um, so it's really not either or, it's an and sort of thing. You have to pay your bills on time and you have to have a low usage ratio. Um, so so it, they're not mutually exclusive. They have they all work together because there's five categories, payment history, usage ratio, length of credit history, your new credit, and then your credit mix. Um, so, it's, it's, so it's important that those two, payment history and usage ratio, you focus on those because that's 65% of your score. Um, and that's, a big, that's the biggest chunk of your score. Um, so just make sure that you're focusing on both of those. Good stuff. All right. Okay. So this is uh, the time where we talk about changing the world. What are we doing? What are we doing, TJM? Yes. So I plan on changing the world this week by being mindful of the energy that I not only take in, but mm. the energy that I also give off and also stepping into uh, a newer level of myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that the more you become yourself, the more you attract what was predestined for you. So that's will be how I change the world this week. How about you? No, absolutely. I, I love I love that because again, um, it, it's all important stuff. Um, for me, the same. I am gonna be mindful, right? That's that's the the theme of of, of the show. I'm gonna be mindful about where I, I'm just gonna just steal what you just said. I'm gonna be mindful about uh, where I put my energy, meaning where I am allowing because I, I, I do I do a pretty good job in giving out energy. So so I do I do a good job of not giving off the wrong energy. But I I do also do a bad job of protecting myself against other energies. Like I let a lot of energy in as if I'm a like I'm Batman or Superman. Like mm -hmm. like I'll give you all the positive energy, and then I'll let you give me the negative energy because I feel I feel like I could like fend it off. And sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes uh, it's hard for me to refocus. Um, and so I need to make sure that my cup is full yes. before I start giving. 
Um, so it's really being mindful of what energy I take in as well. So that's that's really how I'm going to change the world, because I believe that God put me here to be able to inspire and motivate people. But if I'm not full, if I'm not the best that I could be, I really can't do that. And that's why it's important to. For me to just watch what energy I allow into my space. Yes. I love it. All right, Mr. Shima <laughs> Jones, where can the people find you? You can find me at TashimaJones.com. All of my social media and contact information can be found. And there. before before I tell you where you can find me, where you, you should already know where you can find me. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited because, as I mentioned, 10 years ago, I started this journey 2006. Uh, in December of 2016 will be my 10-year anniversary. I have something called the Daily Word that I've been you know, every Monday through Friday, you can go to my website, imatchcash.com, and sign up for it. But every um, every day, I send out an inspirational blast, um, and it's coming up on 10 years. So I'm excited to announce that uh, we have a book coming out called The Daily Word, Powerful Thoughts for the Powerful Mind. It will be out in December um, to commemorate the 10-year anniversary of the Ash Cash Words of Wisdom. Uh, Tashima is is working on uh, an event. A celebration. A celebration. <laughs> um, so so stay tuned for that. You know, we're going to have a, a, a celebration. Just celebrating 10 years of, of, of doing what God called me to do. So I'm excited about mm-hmm. that. So make sure you visit me, IamAshCash.com. Become my friend on Facebook, Facebook.com slash IamAshCash. Follow me on Twitter, Twitter.com slash IamAshCash. And I'm on Instagram too, Instagram.com slash I I am Ash Cash. Cash. Till next week, same time, same same place. Peace. You are now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show. Your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right.